0: welcome to extra points now here's your host cousin sal and his pal dave damashek
1: all right welcome to the extra points podcast cousin sal coming to you with his dear dear pal dave damashek and heel producer jim cunningham also a dear dear pal but i have to set it up that way big big sports weekend dave oh my kid harrison The Plucky Pony Padres are out. They're out. (laughs) Ousted in the semifinals. Season came to an end. Yeah, against the stacked commissioners, Dodgers. They won it all. Is it bad for me as an almost 50-year-old man to want to go see the final game after my kid lost in the semifinals? (laughs) The whole family was like, no, we're not going to that. I was like, oh, I kind of want to see it.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's Disturbed yes that's very very weird although i do think every (laughs) yes i do think uh uh, first of all yes it was a great sports weekend and people are holding it up this is the time this is the weekend where for where sports really returned we're past covid with the massive crowds and everything else and wasn't it a great one not for everybody it was bad for half the people (laughs) right i mean like it was bad for the Bad for the knickerbockers, wasn't it? It was bad yeah. for everybody who wasn't Phil Mickelson, right? Right. It was bad for the Penguins. It was bad for a lot of us, and now it was bad for the whatever Padres. Yeah, John uh, Daly put up a plus, plus
1: thirteen on Thursday. I'm, I'm sure he didn't enjoy much much of the rest of the weekend. Let's talk about Phil. Boy, I, what a roller coaster betting okay. experience this was for me. Phil Mickelson, of course, you know by now, the oldest became the oldest to win a major as he won the PGA Championship yesterday. Fifty years plus. On this earth. Now, I won money betting on him, but here's what I did, Vel. Here's what I did. I bet uh, that a foreigner would win. I saw Matsuyama, there were a lot of Louis Ustaisen. They were up there. I was like, oh my God, if uh, Phil drops Saturday, uh, I think that's it. Kepka wasn't on form. So I had a foreigner. And then Kepka came alive. I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to bet Kepka too. He's not a foreigner. So the only thing that would hurt me was Phil halfway through the fourth round. Now you could get him at 95 to one, 150 to one before the tournament. I took him at minus 350 to make back all my foreigner money and all my Kepka money. And I did it to, you know, some people could get a nice car on CarMax for the amount I risked on Phil. So I was all in on Phil. Um, were you not having that much money on him? Were you excited to watch the uh, the old man do it?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was uh, made for obviously a, a a very fun Sunday sports yeah. viewing. I I always sorry to be a curmudgeon. PGA uh, Championship is the lamest uh, uh, of the four um, in the Grand Slam. It's kind of like a tacked on. Like, well, we can't have three. We need to have four to have a Grand Slam. Like ah. Uh, just do the PGA championship. But as I've said before, and I'll say again, they should just go back to its roots and do match play. Although you wouldn't have gotten the the memorable Sunday that we just got there with old man Phil right. um, doing what he did. By the way, that leaderboard, you mentioned Oosterhaus and all these guys. It's starting <laughs> to look like an NHL roster, isn't it, with all the uh with all the Euro names in it? It's there, a lot of um Scandinavian yeah. names in And you it. know, you have that scene. And then behind the Eastern you. Europeans dominate
1: we're yeah. the mo- the mob right. behind Phil I I don't think uh I don't think it would be the, have been the same for Louis O oh, um really he chips out of the 17 there my god and right you said it was like sports was back between this and the Knicks crowd which was great to no avail because they lost but he gets mobbed here uh Phil going out of there and maybe it is Dave maybe it's the year of the old guy maybe the old guys are back you know we have uh well we have Brady obviously won the Super Bowl Phil. Steph Curry, I don't you know what is it? he's the oldest to win the scoring title at 33. I don't, I still don't look, think of him as old. Albert Pujols hitting four straight. Uh, Tony La Russa, manager of the year, no doubt. Everybody loves him, and uh, I think our Joe Biden, our president, is like 83 years old or something. Now the old guys making That's a comeback a good, that, here.
2: Yeah. Well, Derrick Rose almost, oh. almost uh, shot the knickerbockers to victory as well. That's another good uh, mm-hmm. old man. Um, one there too. Yeah. Um, I just the it all amounts to this though, Sal. The overarching question is after an exhilarating sports weekend, what the hell do people do who don't watch sports? What do they yeah, do right. with themselves? How do they fill the hours? You know? Really, they, they don't have something to like. They, they, they didn't just enjoy what we just enjoyed. I, my heart goes out to them. And then I see I, I'm really wondering what do they do with themselves? And then I realize, oh, they're they're watching like Pre-show coverage of the Billboard Awards. Yeah, and in my book, that probably wouldn't be as satisfying,
1: right? Or maybe they go to the little league games that don't involve their children. Although that's sports too. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I really have no idea. I, what they I went.
2: Do. I I have to let you know, Sal. I love my sports, as you know. Yes. Um, I love my TVs, you know, and I love my kids, as you know. Mm. And um it, it came to a head on Saturday. The Pittsburgh Penguins were playing. My beloved Penguins were playing a pivotal Game Four on the island against the Islanders. And instead of watching the penguins, I went and watched the penguins at the aquarium with my little kids. We went to the aquarium of the Pacific and it was like, I don't know what the hell it was. I I want to talk to you about this. I
1: wish we had more time because Jalen Rose, I I buried the lead. Jalen Rose is uh, the great Jalen Rose is joining us in just a few minutes, but I do want to talk to you about this. You talk penguins for a living. You are a massive Penguins fan. You can't explain to the family. Great. You're a better dad than I am for sure. But you can't explain to the family. I need these three hours of the day. Locked off so I can watch this team, my team, this team that I have to talk about for a living. I can't believe you go to the aquarium and leave your phone off and leave it up to chance that you don't see the final score there and then watch it later. It well, what the hell am I
2: going to do? Right, right, of course. I you mean, tell them you tell them you're the boss the here. You I tell them, them you're the
1: boss. We're not going to the aquarium. We'll can go you, Sunday.
2: They don't play Sunday. That's when we'll can, go. But the sad, the cruel irony, Sal. I, I know. waited for 6 months for these playoffs to arrive and then I'm not watching the penguins. I'm watching actual penguins. I'm i know s- sitting there with penguins cursing them but you know what as it turned see well we'll talk about it later if you want. We to. will but discuss yeah, it I, I, but just
1: the part where you have to go, I, I think you put your foot down. Now listen, mm-hmm. I don't want to be uh, responsible for another divorce in, in, in your name. But honestly, mm-hmm. you need to put your Thank foot you. down, Thank you. okay? But just just see how it goes. See what happens. Just see what happens, say.
2: I <laughs> What would happen if he's I, like, no, I, no, we're
1: going tomorrow? I'm a Penguins fan.
2: I, you know, but i uh, the the other side of that coin is what did people do before DVRs? Like you, it really must have impacted DVRs. Yeah, have surely improved the state of parenting mm-hmm. uh, leaps and bounds exponentially. We with the, DVR allows us the opportunity to be great parents that uh, that our forefathers never had. Um, I agree I just way, wonder yeah, like, I, it, are you
1: was, maybe the biggest fan of a team that's not watching live that could watch live I, I mean you're not overseas you're not in battle you're not doing battle you're not um, traveling uh, uh, abroad
2: can I you wonder. imagine that I, I mean but then I have to but then I have to go through all the different text chains individually yeah. all the uh, no texting no texting and then one always leaks through As Eddie Spaghetti and I are on a group text with our mutual pal, Kent Brown. Sure enough, I'm standing there at the aquarium. I've got all the hatches battened. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, Except for that one. One sneaks through there. And it's bad because I don't even need. Here's the thing about the text messages during a game of import to me. I can tell, like if I see like, burm, if if I, if I look at the phone and of course I have to see if there's some emergency, I can't not look at the cell phone. So I look at the cell phone, but I can tell by who's texting, whether it's good news or bad news. You know, I don't even have to read the text. It's uh, like, why would sis- why would my sister Amy text me? in what is roughly the third period of this game. like This is a terrible, terrible
1: situation you've set yourself up in. You, so basically, you're with your family. So you're thinking about your parents. Uh, that That's the emergency, right? God forbid anything happened there. But otherwise, right, I would say, yeah. okay, if you could turn your phone off uh, totally, then fine. Even that sucks, man. You can't keep up. I, I get it. Some people just watch the game live so that they can comment on Twitter. And that sucks, too. But it really feels like you're getting robbed of Uh, the experience as a, as a, as a huge Penguins fan.
2: Why is that? Why is that though? Because if it's on DVR and I am sequestered without outside distraction for that, when I finally, my big reward is, okay, we did the whole thing. We did a whole day out. And now I'm going to draw the curtains. I'm going to block out all distraction, including those aforementioned children and focus on the Pittsburgh Penguins and it's New York fine. Islanders game four. It's just four, lesser, but somehow fans, it doesn't feel lesser as-
0: fans
1: are finding out about this five hours before you are. Uh, that would bother me. I don't know. I guess if you're all right with it, it's fine. You're, somehow like, it, it doesn't it, it feel becomes- like
2: the goals count, though.
1: Oh, I see. I don't know okay. why. Do, have you had this
2: experience where you're watching on DVR and yeah. you're like, wait, what does... This- so that's real, huh? So this is a, a, that goal actually counts. I don't know why it takes on a surreal quality. I don't even know what to say. It.
1: You know they you know the Steelers lost to the Browns, right? In miserable fashion, the playoffs. So I don't even know what you're caught up on. I have caught up anymore. on that. You did? All right. I, got, I you know I what? I don't want to jinx
2: anything. On. Yeah, I don't want to jinx anything, but I want to say here and now, or, or go against this. I you're you're you ultimately, Sal. I've said it a million times before. Mm-hmm. I'll say it one more time. The greatest co-worker in America. Thank you. The most fun guy to be around. I, I imagine These guys are going to see that. One we day we're going to have a-
1: an office, hopefully in the fall. It's just Can't not going to be like a Zoom getaway, and uh, we're, we're going to get it together. They'll, they'll all see this. They'll get salami on the face when they least expect it, and it'll be grand.
2: Oh, then we'll be cooking with gas. Then we'll really, uh, really uh, <laughs> ascend to cloud nine. But yes, you're delightful to to be around, but I have to say ultimately a gentleman because you play by rules. You're not lawless. You're willing to make a nice deal. If you, if a gentleman approaches you with an offer for a deal and I appreciate that you have abided by my wishes to not text me during a game. There's certain lines that even cousin Sal won't cross. You don't text me like, ha ha or like great you you you, you abide by it and i want to thank well you that's here good now but i'm one
1: person and you deal with like dozens i don't know and like you said if one slips through the crack it ruins your grand plan to see it in its entirety um you know by yourself in isolation thank goodness later. not that
2: many thank no. goodness not that many people like me and want to interact with me on a regular basis that's true so it's that's all true it, it's it's all coming together here that's so. true yeah you have that going for you
1: uh, hey, oh, let's do this. You know, NBA playoffs are here. FanDuel Sportsbook celebrating by hooking new users up with a $100? What? I would love $100. Just bet $1 on either team in the Heat's Bucks series from now until May 30th, and FanDuel will give you 100 bucks in site credit, even if your bet doesn't win. Wait, let me read this again. $1, you bet $1, you get $100. I don't know. The math never makes sense on these things. FanDuel is so... So generous, as well as being the number one sports book in America. No better way to bet on sports. Easy to use, fast payout, special promotions for new and existing customers. Unique betting options. Same game parlays. I'm going to hit you with one. Live betting. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and turn your $100 into a big time payday. That's FanDuel.com slash extra points. All right, Dave, I'm going to do it right here. I'm going with a pick. And it's the same game parlay, Giannis to score 25 or more points and the Bucks minus a half. Yes, just to win. Now you combine those two: Giannis 25 or more, the Bucks minus a half. It's minus 112, just a shade worse than even odds. Look, Giannis gets the 25. He just does. He gets there, gets to the finish line. He's Ten for 27, game one still ended up with 26. He averages 28. He's gotten a 25-4 of the last five. I think it's no more screwing around. I know that game one was great. It went to overtime. The Bucs have to realize this is a team that bounced them from the bubble. They don't want to go to Miami, lose home court advantage. Giannis gets it together. He and the Bucs just to win minus 112. What's your pick for Monday?
2: Well, I guess uh, we're parking our cars in the same garage because we're both looking at that game. And it uh, as it happens, I kind of like the Bucks as well here. I for all the reasons you just mentioned there, mm-hmm. um, the prestige teams losing game one across the board, one seeds, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Knickerbockers. Not necessarily that any of those teams we expected to win, but as I say, prestige and all of that, the Bucs have now assumed that position here in uh, the last few years, and they're looking to get over the hump here. We talk about the progressive nature of the playoffs. It starts with game one, with the Bucks hosting the Heat, and the thing that I'm looking at is four of the last five games between these two teams have gone under. Nevertheless, it's uh, it's two twenty-two. Last I looked at it, is the total on that. That's a lot of points for two teams that are have uh, have gone under in their last five. I say that trend continues. Take the under, and I also like Sal's pick there for the for the home team to emerge victorious by more than five points. Take so the under. I think, uh, we're in lockstep yeah. here. Are you I'm just taking the, the under,
1: under or the uh, the the parlay with the team? With
2: the I'm just side. riding. No, no. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, listen, I, I'm sorry. Listen. <laughs> My picks of stunkly. Real, real bad. I mean, real, real bad. I yeah. I I mean, I'm not I, I'm not just saying like atrocious. I, I don't know what good stuff, Sal, This is this <laughs> this is horrible. Go under. That's go I'm under. Just, I, I'm not doing any parlaying or anything else. That's where I keep getting myself into trouble. All I right. Keep, keep getting cute. Just betting the under. That's the trend. That's the way to go done and done.
1: Hey, well, you're following the trend. The good one here. The unders were six and two this weekend in the NBA. Um, So yeah, there's another one. It's the first game today. Bucks and heat Uh, overs in hockey, though. I know you like those. It was even. It was two, two Saturday. I think three out of four went over yesterday. I think. Right. So the overs are five and three, I believe, on the weekend there. So there you go. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now. Turn your $100 into a big-time payday. That's a crazy thing. Just bet $1 on either team in Heat Buck series. Now, until May 30th, that's the end of the week. They give you $100 in site credit. FanDuel.com. Promo code extra points. Alright, NBA. Lots of exciting action this weekend. Underdogs, like I said, they've 6-2 against the spread. The Unders are 6-2. And... Two, and Exciting action, but the wrong teams. You talk about what's best for the sport: Memphis, Portland. Who else uh, won in the West? Memphis, Portland, the Phoenix Suns. Who am I forgetting now?
2: And well, the, I, I mean, I think I. Well, we'll the, I mean, maybe yeah. the biggest one of all is, as I say, prestige team. Obviously, it doesn't get any bigger in pro basketball than the than the uh, than the Celtics. Um, and then the nets, like we talked about, it's funny that nobody even in the tri-state area cares about the nets. And so even that is representative of, of the larger point you're making. I don't yeah, know right. what's, uh, what's best for the league. Mavericks I guess Mavericks the I other one.
1: So you, if you get, I, I think you can't have both LA teams bow out. And again, it's early. It's just one, nothing, but, um, Chris Paul's injured during the LeBron game. LeBron helps him up. People freaked out about that, saying Jordan never would have helped Barkley or Magic up, especially in a big playoff game. I don't care about that too much. I feel like Anthony Davis is way inconsistent in some of these. He was terrible. He was really bad. yesterday. And, and uh, DeAndre Ayton was amazing. I think the Suns take game two also. I don't think the Lakers get back into this until it comes back to
2: Staples. What do you say? I, I mean... Perhaps this is the rare, um, the rare time where all of the media and uh, social media and otherwise overreaction does, in fact, result in a positive game too for the uh, for the guy in the target of all that stuff is Anthony Davis. I mean, what a what a wild what what a histrionic hyperbole about what a, a, about how dare Anthony Davis do this to our eyeballs? I mean, okay, it was one game. He did get worked in Game 1, but like you say, I still like the Lakers to take this series. Uh, game 2, I'm a little scared by after, uh, after like you say, what we saw on Sunday. But I'll stick with the Lakers to not just survive this. All of a sudden now, with Spider Mitchell, it would appear. You know, you, you, you see, um, you know in the NHL and with these NBA, some guys with, with the uh, load management and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, putting their feet up in the last days of the regular season to be nice and fresh for these playoffs. But when they start and spider Mitchell doesn't make it out onto the floor, now you have to call into question. So what is going on here? When is he going to be back? And if he does not come back, and Memphis can do without Spider Mitchell. It's legitimately possible that Memphis can win that series. Uh, you know, I, I
1: don't want to go um, back too far here, but with that, pl- I, I haven't been that angry after a, a sporting event in a long time, definitely in football playoffs. So we're talking many months now, four or five months. I had the Warriors on everything. We had a par- big parlay, the trifecta had it, Warriors and Wizards to both make the playoffs. Right. You have to make the top eight. And for God's sakes, and you think about Memphis being up one nothing. what were the live odds on Memphis being up one nothing on the Jazz when Draymond Green had the ball all alone with four seconds left in a tied game? What was, If you go live odds uh, right there, if you freeze frame it right there, has to be about 50-75 to 1 right there. I can't believe it. I was so mad, so mad that it's saw so much It's money. crazy,
2: but I mean, if, if, at, at like we talked about two months ago, and now here we are, you know, a game into the the playoffs. and it, the West feels as unpredictable as it's been in this millennium, mm-hmm. or perhaps more. The uh, a quarter century. I mean, are the Clips going to really go out? I mean, are the, are the Suns? If Spider Mitchell is not out there, and Memphis wins that, really, who then is the favorite to get to the uh, to to get to the finals? It, out of the West well really, you so right now to you to,
1: to win the West uh the Clippers are favored they've well they they and the Lakers are tied at plus 280 and crazy that they're both down 10 in their series the jazz plus 320 third suns seven to one maybe it's the suns at seven to one is that not a bad bet right now and the Mavericks 11 to1 and Portland 13 to one and you got the the nuggets and you can take a shot at the Grizzlies. 24-1. I guess it's
2: fine but then I can't jump. I can't uh, just completely reverse field when I keep saying that uh, when, when I say ad nauseum about the progressive nature of the playoffs in the NBA, that teams don't just rise up out of nowhere and make deep playoff runs. But maybe that's how it sets up for these Suns because of Chris Paul. But now I don't I you know, because he kept playing doesn't mean that Chris Paul is going to be 100 percent going forward. So right. That should favor the the uh, the Lakers turn. Around. I just think every well, Lakers game is gonna be a that- battle.
1: I think that game, I think that Golden State Lakers game from last what Wednesday took a lot out of both teams. I want to talk to Jalen Rose about this, but I think I, I decided I like the seven, eight, nine, ten thing, the little play-in tournament, because you're always going to get every team has a superstar now, and this is the problem with hockey: why the stars have to advance. You need Connor McDavid. You have they have to go far. That's the only way to market it. NBA now has a guy, yeah, it sucks that Steph Curry's not in, but John Morant could take over a game. We saw what he did, right? So everyone's got a star that could take over the game. Sure, it's not going to be Curry and LeBron in the 7-8 every year, but it's going to be Luka, it's going to be Jokic, it's going to be John Morant, it's going to be somebody good there. But I think the problem with the 7-8 is they beat the crap out of each other. That was a game seven, and that's why the Warriors were so down early on, like they were physically exhausted. I think to a point where, uh, frickin', what's his name, could not hit a shot. Andrew Wiggins, my God, that was disgusting to me. But I think that's the difference between hockey and the NBA, and then the difference between these play-ins or not having them. Um, that said, the Lakers were physically beat up too, and let's see if they rebound in Game Two. Otherwise, you're looking at this Dallas, Portland, Phoenix. It's not, it's not the West that you uh, you uh, bargain for, right?
2: Yeah, and just because because you want to see a trend there, to to point at, um, to make the point a little bit stronger. The but you're right, I completely agree with you. I think the Lakers were a little emotionally and physically run down by the preceding week, whereas the Grizzlies apparently were not. Um, it doesn't disprove the point you're making though, but mm-hmm. I do think ultimately the Lakers. I just I I, I know I there there are certain truths that i will always hang my hat on and um even in the way the game is played now the thing that nobody can match in pro basketball right now is that lakers front nine a front front line front nine when it's right and front nine that's what i said well no one can match that it's true
1: if that's what's going
2: on the the uh the, the the front line that they can throw at you there i just think that that ends up over the course of a best of seven. And I do think through the West, I I stand by the Lakers here and this is the time to buy the dip as they say. Right. I mean, this is, this, this
1: is, well, this is the odds I wanted on the Lakers from now. Yeah. This is what the odds I wanted on the Lakers. I was hoping they lost that seven, eight. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to bet them big because then they'd be six or seven to one to win the championship. Right. If they had a single elimination against Memphis, uh, at home, and then had to go through the playoffs. I was like, get, get, sign me up for that. As it is now, they're plus 550 down a game. This might be the best you're going to get them at, highest odds you're going to get them at from now until, whenever the frick this ends, September. I don't know when it ends, but anyway. Uh, switch it to the East, though, lots of fun to watch Madison Square Garden, right? Socially distant mm-hmm. stuff seems yes. to be over in the case of Phil Mickelson behind you, like we saw, and in the case of uh, Madison Square Garden, that place was hopping it was great. Um, you mi- You don't realize how much you miss it. Even the organist, like with the dun dun defense, dun dun defense. It's like, oh wow, that's fun. That's part of the game. You miss that, and then the cutaway shots to Spike Lee. And Tracy Morgan, who, it's funny, he had his mask off the whole game. But I guess we should just be happy that he didn't have his pants off, right? With That guy. He's a little bit of a lunatic. He's great. Uh, and just the atmosphere was terrific. And they lost. They lost because Trey Young, another one of these young players who could just take over. You don't care about the Hawks otherwise on a national level. But Trey Young is fun to watch. He took over that game. And they won. And now the Knicks are down one nothing.
2: Yeah, it, it was um, the the from about minute uh, with four minutes to go till about a minute to go. I mean, obviously right down to literally 0.9, it was exhilarating, but the trading of shots, the back and forth between the two teams, when it felt like neither team was, was missing, both were launching crazy threes and and knocking them down trading shots. Um, It was, it was spectacular to watch. And I loved, I, I don't, I always go back and forth because if somebody trash talks, my team on my court, you know, I, 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 I get resentful of that guy, but then I also support one's right to, to do it. How did sure. you feel about, I, I don't know which I like better. Trey young after he makes the shot doing sh- it's so effing quiet in here. It's so effing quiet <laughs> doing that was great. I like and it. Then, then everybody starts to get out of there and everything. And somebody's yelling it as he's getting ready for his uh, his network post game interview He's standing there and a fan yells at him from the stands and he and he gives kind of a sincere like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did that to you, but what do you want me to do? I have to, you know, I'm going to win good. the game. It was a it, it was marvelous, right? It's great marketing.
1: If uh, how how would Connor McDavid? how did we get that in hockey? How do we do that? You you can't do that. Uh, uh, All you hear about is head hunting, and that's it all. seems like negative, right? Like, how do you get that fun, that spirited back and forth to go? But Nets beat up on the Celtics. Um, No surprise there. Uh, Bucks beat Miami, like we said, in overtime. The Sixers handled the Wizards. I'll tell you what, that's my upset there. I have the Wizards in seven games. It was 15 to one, and now it's going to be even higher, right? So Wizards in seven. Where is it? Oh, 17 to one. All right. Not too much worse. I think they give them a little bit of a battle. Um, that was fun to watch too. Lots of good NBA action. Really is. And we're going to talk about it with uh, Jalen in a minute. Yeah. Um, so right now, who's your pick? What would you say? Team Futures, Nets are plus I'm 210. Not, Lakers plus 550. Clippers 750. After one weekend. Well, I'm not going to. Sticking with the Nets?
2: I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to jump off of it now. I, You know, I get... I, I don't know. I cause we started the season with I said the Bucks to the finals, but mm-hmm. then that obviously predates the uh the Harden move. Um and how good KD has looked um when he's out there. So I'll say the Nets and the Lakers, and I'm not shook by one game of evidence right. here. I gotta All stand right.
1: by that. Let's switch gears. I know you? you're
2: excited to talk uh, uh I'm I'm gonna
1: say the Bucks against the Lakers. And you can get decent odds on that right now. You, you parlay both to win the conference on Fandle. So Bucks are plus two seventy. I'm sticking with the Lakers, even though I think they lose the next uh, the next game. What do I have here? So those two are. Let's plug. And I'll, that I'll in. tell you
2: this much: I do not like thirteen I do to one. Not like this, all the uh, I don't like all the black getups. I, it's fine to wear them. That you know. Ah, all right. Oh, like the Nets. This is, oh, like our, Nets. Our, this is yeah, yeah, something yeah. we got. Well, something we got in the closet here. We, we wear them sometimes during the regular season, but come on, don't don't wear those for the prime time. Don't wear those for the playoffs. the The Sixers come out in their blacks. Right. They're named after uh, they're named the seventy sixers. Red, white, and blue. It. Why don't you? And uh, why, why why are the Suns coming out on their home floor in all black? Well, it was depressing well,
1: and I don't want to. Yeah, our friend Henge pointed out, and the Miami comes out like looks like the the Iowa Road uniforms. Like uh, familiarity, right? At this point in the season, let's let's. I don't want to be surprised by a uniform. This late, right? This isn't yeah, like uh, I hear you. the Bad News Bears finally got a sponsor, so they come up with good get-ups all of a sudden instead of wearing their ragtag uh, hoodies. But, yeah, I think uh, let's get it together, NBA. Let's wear what we know. But NHL, Dave, Isles, Pens, you watch. Well, the other part part of this whole thing, you go in to see a live penguin in the aquarium. What if the Pens had won 7 nothing? Mm. Then that would have to be your ritual every weekend or every weekday even You're to right. go to the, pe- the aquarium. I- Pay tribute to an actual penguin and then come back and watch the game um, hours after everyone else
2: saw it, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a price I would pay. If it meant a Stanley Cup, I would drive to Long Beach to go and see the penguin at the aquari- Aquarium of the Pacific. One of the catchier jingles. I know it's a regional yeah. one, but among commercial jingles, I, it's way better than the... Uh, uh, cars for kids one well that one eight seven seven cars for kids, yeah completely altered. insane
1: <laughs> well listen i think the problem is not that you went and saw a real penguin in the aquarium it's i'm on this text All chain with the you parts and Ench. your
2: car could ever need rock and
1: auto oh that's a good one too you counted the pens as a winner you really did i could read the text exchange i'm not going to I'm not going to do that to you, though. You're like, when the Pens and Bruins meet up and you guys are trading videos of headhunters and everything, Pens and Bruins, Pens and Bruins. Like, oh, really? Isles come out and smack you around, right. literally smack you around. And now, the Pens are minus 142 tonight. Is that a lock? And when are you going to watch it? Will we I, be able to t- discuss this Wednesday, or will you be still behind? Sal, Sal, yes. let
2: me say something to you. Go ahead. I, I well, I already said it. This uh, has been a... a a terrible, an apocalyptic cold snap. And it's gone on for a fortnight at least. You mm-hmm. have my apologies better. Um, what I'm here to do in the short term is is uh, to provide for you the pick to fade. That's what, that's what I'm... Uh, Kevin Hench, I tip my cap to him. He has been red hot. He went 4-0 and o this weekend with his best bet. He on won those other three. two. Wow. He's the one to yeah. listen. Right. Yeah. 4-0 this, uh, this past weekend. Banner mm-hmm. weekend for him dreadful one for Damashek. Faye Damashek. Although he did tell you that the Capitals would not beat the Bruins in that series, so that one was correct. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I've disgraced myself and mm-hmm. if but I think I think I have reached the bottom now. I think I I, I think I've hit the the floor and there's only uh, up to go from here because I said before Saturday um uh, the game on the island. I said the Pittsburgh Penguins would win 4 to 1. And in fact, they lost four to one. Oh, so I think that that entirely inverted, the mm-hmm. 180 degrees away from reality. I think means now it's time to bounce back up. That said, no more. No, I, I'm I, I'm not bringing the Penguins into this. Too close to home. Uh, really? There's no way I'm gonna. And I'm not gonna. I'm not doing any jive with with reverse jinx or anything like that. I'm not gonna pick the Islanders and play that. The sports gods are onto that move. I'm mm. not doing that either. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying
1: there. to bait you here. Like the, the, pen, it's weird. Why don't they're... the
2: Islanders behave themselves like, like, like grownups who professionals. And this why don't fine. they do like Damashek Just stay away. Just stay away. Not, not with the headshots. These are Sidney Crosby. Save the sport Islanders. You wouldn't be allowed that. You wouldn't even be playing. You'd be working in, uh, in what's the donut joint. Up there that they have uh, all over all, all over there, that's where you'd be right now. i would be handing over <laughs> coffee and crullers to to fellow crullers. Canucks if it weren't for Sidney Crosby saving the sport. And how do you repay him? Headshots, sticks to the head. Shameful.
1: This it's is graceful. our sport now. And I'm
2: I'm not I and 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 I just want to say one more thing. Do you do you, Islanders? Do know this though. If you beat the penguins after 1975 and 1982 and 1993 and two years ago, if you beat the penguins this year, I'm officially making you more hated than the Flyers in my in, in my mind. In well get ready for it. Get ready for it. Do what you happen. want to do, Islanders, but just know.
1: Spaghetti, final four, g- score well, th- final score, game this five. Final score game five. This is spaghetti. what works.
2: That crap is what works. This Quiet. is what's this is what's here's, here's, let's, here's hear, great, let's hear let's hear here's the great irony. Let me just Go say ahead. something to you. And yeah. it also impacts the oilers, the high flying oilers with the with the best player in the game right now. See Connor when Dave McHale says, let Leon me just say one more on thing, you
1: could expect seven or eight more things. One hour on That's eleven. God goddamn Go right.
2: Yes. I'm steamed. Let me say something to you. Yeah. This thing that how how Gary Bettman Came up at the knee of David Stern in the '80s, who uh, David Stern understood. This is about our stars. We must elevate our stars. Ergo, Bird v Magic, and then they both give way to Magic to to Michael Jordan. Did you hear the somehow, Coliseum Bettman, the other day?
1: Did you hear the Coliseum? Uh, the, the, cal, uh, the, somehow, the Islanders are just not some uh, minor league hockey team. That place was rocking. It's good for the sport of the Islanders. Care advance. What well, I'm just saying, it's no, good it's for not. the sport. It yeah, sure, it is. It's fine. Give me a final. Not sport, the way spaghetti. they it's play. Not it's, not, that's the point. it's not even Benman's fault. It's not even. The point, fault, is, right? spaghetti.
2: The, the point is, let me say something to you. Jesus. The Oilers losing to the Winnipeg Jets is not good for the sport. Because I agree. What the Winnipeg Jets are doing is what the Islanders doing is they just clog up the neutral zone. They they play chippy. They well, try well, to right, intimidate. Okay, so let me ask you this. Players. Let me ask you this. How's that good for I, the sport? It's because terrible. I heard
1: you. I heard you on minus three. Say, there's the biggest difference between is between regular season hockey and playoff hockey? Like, okay, great. Then don't try to sell me on Sabers Penguins Volume Nineteen in the regular season. Oh, the regular season is grand. It's like, well. It's not, though. If they're going to play a different brand of hockey in the playoffs than they are in the regular season, then the regular season of hockey is not as great as you make it out to be. What did Winnipeg lose? Five out of seven to Edmonton? And now you're like, oh, well, there's no space for Conor McDev- like, wait, wait, Which is it? They're not trying in the regular season? Tell me, answer me that. How could the playoffs be so much better, but the regular season is so good, but it's a different game altogether? I don't get it.
2: Listen, how do you? Well, first of all, why are you calling on spaghetti and meatballs? Two bad actors. I just want to hear somebody else. I just want to hear someone else speak. Spaghetti, go ahead and talk. And, But, but, but careful with your words because oh no i'm not gonna be careful something. i want the islanders to i want you to be careful let me just tell you something <laughs> am, wise, i'm guys. standing in solidarity let with me tell my you something meatballs. i'm so over pittsburgh and like the whole like like i'm tired i hate pittsburgh is so meaningless in the grand what, scale of things, and i'm so over <laughs> that oh, oh i know new york i know Amish nothing matters City. unless it's in new york because <laughs> I, I know you're raw about Trey Young and what he did. I know he hurt your feelings yesterday. Eddie, listen, would you ever? Would you ever go in the Rangers You should be, you should be very game. careful, Spaghetti. Not, you, not you, a you should in be health. very careful, Eddie Spaghetti, <laughs> because your team, the New York Islanders, is loaded up with really great players. So I, they're not gonna they're not gonna try to survive the way the Winnipeg right. Jets. And the New York Islanders are with skill-free clog up the neutral zone, sit back and just wait and and, uh, and win games that way. Kind of. I guess I'm never going to get an you answer want to what why, the, want why the, air, in the why the run. regular season Go is ahead. so
1: great. I guess I'm never going to get an answer to why the regular season is so great and yet in your mind so meaningless because they play a different brand of hockey altogether. They try. You basically said they try ahead, in the postseason. So spaghetti, just give us a final meatballs. You give us a final.
2: Monday night game five. Five zip. I'm I'm crossing my, crossing my toes. I want to blow an Islanders win. I want this Penguins wow. on to the top. I'm so tired of it. I, I and I don't even like the Islanders, but I'm 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 like you know locked up with them. I'm let's just move forward with this. Series, I love
1: please. it. Meatballs. Can you beat uh, five zip? I don't think so. Right. I'm going to I'm going to stick to what I've been doing and not comment on the game until <laughs> it's over. That seems to be working. Visiting uh, aquatic good. birds good. isn't working.
2: <laughs> Good strategy on a podcast.
1: Well, I'm not whatever.
2: I refuse to talk
1: about. Listen, that. some people visit the Let- penguins. It's fine. It's fine. I think that's good. All right, I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying three-one Islanders. Empty net goal. There you go. Oh, David, it could be so certainly upsetting. happen.
2: Listen, it could. That, that- <laughs> There's a there's a world of pressure on the, on the face of the game. The uh, the this millennium's closest thing to a dynasty is uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. There would be nothing better for the sport than to see Crosby and his Penguins play the defending champion lightning. That would be a shootout for the ages. So it's not going to be something against the Leafs. Instead, we're going to get the Jets and the Islanders. <laughs> I that's the thing we're going to get Carolina
1: that, and Winnipeg actually. and because they play a different brand of hockey uh, who won the regular season the Penguins destroyed the Islanders right what they win they won uh, like 18 won, out of 22 I or something. six
2: no, out of eight six, they won out, six, of eight. six okay. out of eight games.
1: so take the other side because the marvelous regular season doesn't matter
2: that what it boils down to is when you're playing these this this crap trap stuff now the Winnipeg Jets didn't do that on Sunday night they they rallied inexplicably but that was uh, by the way let me throw that in while we're talking about that 22 to 1 odds that when
1: I went shopping which is excusable because I don't give a crap about Winnipeg or Edmonton but it was 4-1 when I went shopping and it spiked at 22 to 1 live odds that Winnipeg wins that game and my god they did it they pulled it off in overtime and again like I said Dominated the regular season Edmonton over Winnipeg, and it's just now there's no space
2: for the stars to to skate. I don't get it. Anyway, I think I uh, listen. It, it's bad for the sport, but the but you know the one thing is it really does boil down to more often than not when you're playing one of these teams that's just gumming up the neutral zone mm-hmm. for sixty minutes is do not let that team get the first goal. That's everything. If 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 the Penguins come out on Monday, what night, do you mean? It, Edmonton goal, had the first four goal. They went in four one. I know that I know that's that's anomalous. Generally speaking, that's how those teams win. All right. If well, they get I, the first one by you, then they just sit I just it's it's game bad game. for
1: hockey it's because horrible. if Winnipeg if Winnipeg had a John Morant or Trey Young for teams that they, the the masses don't yep. really care about, it would be a different story. But no, you have to NHL has to market their stars. They have to get to the semifinals at least the quarterfinals. They have to win this first round and that's why uh this is becoming a mess. I don't know what to say, but Spaghetti, I like your five O call. Wow. Can you imagine that? He's being a
2: creep. I don't know why he's being a <laughs> creep, but he is being one. And he should be ashamed of himself for it. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> then he went on and on. and Then he went on and on and mi- minus three, uh, apparently, again, to impress his friend Hench disparaging uh, the Steelers and, uh, and uh, how Danny Dimes is going to have a better season than Ben Roethlisberger. I
1: could see it. On.
2: Oh, That'd um, be fun too. I, know, really? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I know he wants you to like him, Sal. Yeah, I get it. He's a kid. You know, he he wants to play up. He wants the boss man to think he's cool and everything. Right. But it goes too far. Yeah. You know, the the thing is, Eddie Spaghetti, don't trade your dignity. You know that. Just you know, hear he, this. That's old true. Man and and his heed my counsel. You know. <laughs> Have, have some have some uh <laughs> you know some personal dignity? Have some dignity. You don't have to, you know. Says have to the drink. man
1: staring at an actual it's penguin nice while the penguins on. are playing. <laughs> Can't watch it. Hey, Crown Royal though. Let's let's uh go uplifting right. here. Crown Royal believes being a royal fan during the playoffs means staying safe, generously supporting your community, and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That's how to be. A crown on the court. Yes, we're talking basketball. Dave, you and I are going to pick our crown on the court. Team and player. Yes, we're going to highlight his or her. I guess his, because we're doing NBA men's playoffs. Go-to crown moves of the weekend. All right, my crown royal crown on the court award goes to Luka Doncic. Yes, Doncic. And the Dallas Mavericks. Did you see what they did this weekend? You know, I picked them to win MVP. And uh, he is not going to be MVP. They narrowed it down to three, and he's not one of the top three. So he let me down. But here he is. Now, Now back to life, he comes. 31, 10, and 11 against the Clippers. Yes, it really could be Memphis, Phoenix, Dallas, and Portland in the West. I like the Mavs' chance to do it. I think they're could. I think they're plus 120 now to win that series. I'm going Mavs. Tony Romo's team. Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic. 31, 10, and 11. I don't think they have an answer for him. The Clippers, and you know what else they did, Dave? They tanked. They tanked to avoid the 3-6 matchup because they didn't want to play the Lakers, a team that also might not make it to the second round. This is funny. I I love it. I love that the team that tanked is getting their head handed to him by Luka Doncic. He
2: is my crown on the court athlete. Dave? See the, the yeah the sports gods frown on that kind of stuff. You get mm-hmm. what you you get what you wish for. I guess in sports is the lesson there. Um, boy in Bogdanovich a nice game, but not enough in Salt Lake City. But Bogdan Bogdanovich and his Atlanta Hawks go into MSG exhilarating stuff like we say pretty much from the four minute mark on. I would say from Bogdanovich hitting that three ball. It was on from that point forward that gave the Hawks their first lead in a while there. Then they start trading back. It's back and forth. DeAndre Hunter hits a three. Um, Then Barrett scores and it's back and forth and it's exhilarating. And who's going to miss first? And Julius Randle hits that three ball to even it up. And you think, okay, the Knickerbockers are saved. Um, And then the big bucket um, after Trey Young makes a free throw, and like I say, back and forth, back and forth it went. Uh, Burke's on fire, and you think the Knickerbockers are going to survive a game Hawks bunch. Uh, Atlanta showed up to play this one, but it's not going to be enough. And then Bogdanovich, with a minute to go, drills that three pointer yeah. as big a bucket as Trey Young made with point nine left on the clock. There, big day for the Bogdanovich family, even though Boyan and uh, and Bogdan are not related. Bogdan Bogdanovich, NBA's answer to Pete Peters and baseball's William Williams, a.k.a. Billy Williams. Mm. Tip of the cat to you. Tip there of the you go.
1: You. Maybe you'll take the Bogdanovich family to the aquarium. I love it. We got it. <laughs>
2: Peter Bogdanovich, proud of his <laughs> boys.
1: Crown your game day this playoff season. And be sure to hydrate and drink responsibly. Yes, Crown Royal. That's our crown on the court segment. All right, here he is, Dave, our guest, member of the Fab Five at Michigan, played in the NBA Finals, but perhaps most impressive, he made the sports guy, Bill Simmons, look mildly cool. (laughs) Let's give the people what they want. (laughs) ESPN Basketball Analyst, co-host of the popular podcast and TV show, Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, thanks for coming on, pal.
0: Cousin Sal, you know how much I love you, my brother. (laughs) I appreciate being on. Uh, Thank you guys for having me.
1: Of course. Tell me about Saturday. So it's you, it's Maria Taylor, it's, it's Jay Williams, it's Woj, and you hung out for about 14 hours on Saturday. And I imagine you didn't, you didn't skip watching basketball on Sunday, right? What is, what is 12, 14 hours like with that crew?
0: So it's a terrific team to be a part of. Shout to Maria Taylor, who's the only person in the industry that has a Heisman vote and an MVP vote. Is that NBA. right? Wow. Absolutely. Talk about versatility in the game, right? Yeah. And, and and Jay Williams doing his morning radio show for four hours from 6 to 10 and then still doing the night shift with us. Yeah. And the same with Woj, who's constantly getting the latest and the greatest updates. And this weekend, we were just trying to make sure that nobody said anything about Kwame Brown. That was, that was <laughs> the main thing. Everybody wanted to make sure that they didn't say anything that was going to get them in the raft. <laughs> Of, of Kwame Brown's mixtapes.
1: I love that. And by the way, I saw you and Jacoby talk about it and you, you were, uh, you make a good point about the busts and then Kwame made the same point. I think he stole your point about how could you say that any guy who buys his parents a house, with the money they made in their first contract, how could that player be a bust? And it is an actual point. It's like, yeah, you're not a bust to the people you care about, your family, right? <laughs> Everybody else yes. can go screw, like idiots like me. But it's a good point. And, uh, and also, I felt good for you because I don't think you're carrying that bat all the time. So it's, uh, it's good to have that distance.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and, and here's the thing for me. The term bust, um, as it was being used by Kwame, and by the way, those two days of debate actually changed the landscape of the industry in a lot of ways. Hmm. I'm going to rewind the tape. So the video of me debating Skip Bayless, the first day was about Russell Westbrook. And he was talking about how Russell Westbrook basically, you know, wasn't a a, 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 a terrific performer because he wasn't a traditional point guard. Mm-hmm. and he only just averaged a triple double for the fourth season, right? And uh, and that's in sarcasm. Uh, right. <laughs> the, the 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 next day, it was to bring Stephen A. on to defend the position of people who didn't play. See, a lot of people don't realize at that time Stephen A. was not working at ESPN. That's right. Yeah. And so 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 they they brought him on, and he and Skip debated me about not only players. But it was about the name calling. And so the term bust is as a label. It's a name. And Skip was also calling Chris Bosch Spice. Hmm. That's what he was calling them. Right. And that's what we were debating about. And how that changed the landscape is now they brought Stephen A. Back on to be with Skip every day. So people like me wouldn't come on and be a guest of the show Mm. and disagree with him and not necessarily, you know, um, not, not, not take a favorable position to some of the things that he might say. And so, and, and so when I look back at that debate, it takes me back to that time of, I was already doing this for ten years. Like a lot of people don't realize, like I've been doing this since the Lakers and Nets were playing in the finals, right? And that's early two thousand. So at that point, I was like a ten-year veteran, and that's when I saw the industry kind of become more debate. That's when it became more clickbait. Mm -hmm. That's when it became more like shock media. And so, for me, there's a way to analyze a player without calling them a name. You don't have to call them a thug. You don't have to call them a bust. Those labels stick. And lastly, no one knows that better than me because Jalen is a common name. Mm -hmm. So I understand people don't name their son or their daughter after you if they dislike you, if they don't respect you, if they don't have integrity. So those labels stick. And so now somebody like Kwame Brown, to your point, who played 12, 13 years in the league, who made $60 million a year, $60 million by playing basketball, has to walk the streets and people come up to him like he's some loser at life. Right. You know, and, and, and so that 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 was more of my moral compass. And again, that those conversations actually ended up being people that were having them. And I think that's what he's discussing about the meeting. That's pretty great.
2: Jalen, everybody's a narcissist in the 21st century. So everybody, because of social media, feels it's their right to say stuff to somebody like Kwame Brown, like I say, because of narcissism. And there's a word for that. It's trolling. What do you think about, I I think you might make a case for Knickerbockers fans today that they got a little trolled by Trey Young. I'm curious what you think. What's more fun? For you as a competitor, because with that Fab Five team, even just by itself, you guys were on the road as villains in every Big Ten joint you went into. What's more fun, to do it in front of Chrysler or an NBA home crowd, or to do it on the road like that when everybody in the joint is rooting against you and then you shut them up with one bucket?
0: There's no secret in sports. No matter what level that you play on, teams and players perform better at home. Imagine Mm. if you came to work today, as soon as you parked the car, somebody ran up to you, grabbed your keys, told you how handsome you (laughs) look, told you how great your hair was, told you how amazing your outfit was, and patted you on the back and made you feel 10 feet tall. Like, that's why teams play better at home. So now when you go on the road, you get a chance to play the us against the world card, and it brings a team together, and it highlights the opportunity for productive players to silence the crowd—that's the favorite thing of a player. What like I remember being a member of the Pacers and going against our former coach Larry Brown when he was a member when he was coaching the Sixers, and I just I, I just love the opportunity to play against the Sixers, to play against the Knicks, to play against the Bulls, and just hear the 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 roar of the crowd be silenced like Trey Young did with his runner and floater. And by the way, Tibbs did a great job coaching the team this year, but I got to say this. You can't put Frankie Buckets in the game for one possession to guard anybody. Yeah, it was rough. Th- 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 this ain't baseball. This-, th- this is a classic example of keeping the analytics going wrong. And I know Tibbs is an old school guy. And I bet you was somebody on his bench that looked down at a stat sheet It was like, yo, per 48. Frankie Buckets could get a stop right now on <laughs> Trey Young. Put him in the game. He'll be the hero. But no, it don't work like that. There's a rhythm that comes with this. There's there, there, there's a feel, an eye test that needs to happen. And I actually picked the Hawks to win this series. Um, I, I still want to celebrate the next season. A lot of people don't realize William Wesley got his nickname for me, World Wide West. That's my guy. Right, Scott Scott Perry. Um, is a fellow Detroiter that poached me one year at the University of Michigan. That's how close we are. And so I'm happy that the Knicks turned their season around. Julius Randle became an, uh, an all-NBA performer, shooting 40% from three. And R.J. Barrett did. Now, now, Knicks fans woke up today, you can't tell them that R.J. Barrett dunk wasn't the John Starks over dunk. Like you, you cannot tell them that. Yeah. You, and and they're they putting Michael Jordan in the picture and everything. And so I just believe the Hawks will win this series based on they have a a, a style that they use during the regular season that I think is going to translate more to the postseason versus the Knicks isolation style. I think Nate McMillan is going to do a great job of having his team suffocate those actions. But it was great to see Trey Young score over 30, get 10 assists, playing in the garden, Showing up on the big stage in the playoffs. Uh,
1: Jalen, let me ask. Well, first of all, I want to talk real quick about the, uh, the play-in tournament. I think I like it. I had to think about it for a second. It's more games. It's more games to bet on. I love it. The problem, I think, is, and you got two game sevens out of it, basically. You got the, the Lakers, Warriors, and then you had the uh, Warriors against Memphis. Two game seven-type atmospheres. But nope. I think it's not fair that the Warriors, who normally would have been in just as an eight seed, had to play the Lakers first. That game beat the hell out of them, you know? And it <laughs> took them so long it to did. catch up. Is there a better formula? Are you out on the play-ins or are you, are you like it? Or just do we just keep going as is? What do you think?
0: I don't just like it. I absolutely love it. And I hope it doesn't change. And mm-hmm. look no further than LeBron James. Yeah, sat on the podium after a game and realized his team was about to be a part of the play-in, and he called for the person to be fired (laughs) who made the decision to have the play-in and show you how things come full circle. One of the highest-rated games this season was the Lakers versus the Warriors in the play-in tournament. So, terrific idea. And, by the way, I see the league don't hold a grudge because they didn't discipline him for breaking COVID protocol. Right. With that being said, (laughs) I like... The seven and eight teams playing in because it keeps more teams in the conversation. We wouldn't be talking about the Washington Wizards unless they were a part of the play in. And right. so you get Russ back, you get Bradley Bill back, you get young players um, that get a part of it, like John Morant. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Without a play in, the Memphis Grizzlies would not have been in the playoffs. And so I love it. I think the league's going to keep it. I love the mid-season idea also, and let me tell you why. That's for teams 20 through 30. Mm -hmm. You are better, so you appreciate what I'm about to say. I'm a Pistons fan, and I went to like 10 of their games this year. Probably nine times. The the first or the second best player on the other team wasn't playing.
1: Mm -hmm. And so
0: now the mid-season tournament engages the lower half of the league. Because they want that million dollars. When the last time you see somebody turn on a million dollars?
1: It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's been a long time.
0: Exactly. Right. So so that's going to be great for the lower teams that normally probably would be struggling or tanking or whatever. It gives them some motivation. So now teams like the Kings, and you'll get a chance to see a De'Aaron Fox and appreciate him during the midseason.
2: What do you think, Dave? I like
0: it. I like. It's great
2: to see John. It's great to see Trey Young. But ultimately, it's not good if after an entire <laughs> season, all the months and months, I don't like when I. I, I believe in merit. I don't. I, I don't like that, uh, that if the NBA turns into what every other league does. I like that the teams, the higher seats tend to advance in the NBA playoffs. Aren't we enter, entering a, a dangerous phase here if we start seeing Memphis advance and uh, and not the heavyweights?
0: Well, here's where you're going to still be excited about the league. The best teams are still going to advance. Mm-hmm. There won't be any upsets. Like It just creates an enthusiasm going into the playoffs. People are now excited about the NBA. And the playoffs just started. Like, it, 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 this is the first weekend, and people are already enthusiastic about the playoffs. And that was created by the play in. And it's not just about the seventh and eighth seeds, it's about four, five, six not trying to be in it. Right. It's nine, 10, 11 hoping to be a part of it. It engages more fan bases and creates more intrigue. So the upsets won't necessarily happen. Seven-game series, the, big, the best teams are going to win regardless. That's true.
1: Hey, Jalen, you uh, – I know just a couple more things. You and your former Michigan Fab Five team here, Chris Weber, you shared a great moment. You interviewed him after his election into the Hall of Fame was announced. So much has been made of your relationship. How did it feel to share that time with him? I love C.
0: Webb. He's a legend. It was great to be able to acknowledge his career – and do an interview with him about being in the Hall of Fame. Um, it it was a moment that meant a lot for many reasons. The number one reason is that I lost my mom in February, and he knows how much she meant to me. And I appreciated him acknowledging how much she meant to him. And usually, uh, as a professional, and for young people out there, like sometimes you do things. Um, that aren't planned. Like when I went to bed the night before, I didn't know that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, just like he didn't know it was going to happen.
1: Right. And yeah. Then he got it.
0: to, co- right. And just, and so he got to call that he was going to be inducted. Mm-hmm. And so I've been on countdown for 10 years. I've been doing this for 20 years as a professional that now has to become, I'm still going to make sure I celebrate his greatness and make sure that I acknowledge his induction into the hall of fame and not make it personal or not Mm -hmm. make it about us or not make it about me. And so that's what I was, that's, that's what I did. And and for those that don't know, like we've been friends and knowing each other since we were 12 years old. And so they're going to be, I guess, turbulence in a lot of long time relationships, but I think that that's going to create a barrier that was broken that now is going to create a conversation. That's going to create communication. That's going to allow us to be able, like he said, to get in the room at the same time, break bread, and uh, get on the same page.
1: Yeah, well, you got to stop calling him a bust. I mean, that, that's where we <laughs> start, right? I think that, that's where things went south. <laughs> Joe, let me ask before you oh, leave. No.
2: Oh, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. I those Fab Five teams were were great for those couple of years and everything. As an Indiana Hoosier, I don't mind uh, remembering when when Big Allen Henderson rose up and and and, uh, and got uh, Juwan Howard there he in did. Chrysler in, in early uh, January. But that said, I love those teams. Let's say that you guys all Fab five, five get to go pro and be one team, a starting five in the NBA. And then you get to flesh out the roster how you will. Is that a playoff team?
0: Of course. Just think about it. we got a Hall of Famer in C Well. Mm-hmm. We, okay. we got Perennial All-Star nice in length. Juwan. We got mm-hmm. perennial all-star in Juwan. And you look at the game right now, they played hollow then. Like they 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 were like new era bigs then. Juwan was shooting 15 to 18 footers. C was doing spin-out lobs. And look at his bulk, his ability to still handle the ball, have great feet, and still shoot the ball. So having those two guys right there, in my opinion, make us a playoff team. Um, when you now look at the game, like, man, I'm like, I wish I'd have came along at this era. Like, yeah. I was a six eight point guard. Like, yo, I'll be playing power forward, shooting 10 threes a game today <laughs> and play 10 years. It would be awesome. And obviously, Jimmy Jimmy was taken off from the free throw line 25 years ago right. and locked down defending. And Ray was our best athlete. Like, the one thing I regret about the Fab Five experience is that we were so disliked that many people tried to do everything they could to keep us from being in the league. I sat in the office with Larry Brown one time as a member of the Pacers. And by the way, we squashed our – disagreements. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm just saying this story for motivation and because you asked me about the Fab Five. So he sat sat me in the room and said, and this is relevant. Chris and Jawan are up here. Ray and Jimmy are down here. I'm going to choose which way you go. That's what he said to me. That's the season. he, He gave me 15 DMPs that year. He was trying to break me. And I told him No, you're not. And what I started doing, I started turning practice into games. I started going extra hard. I didn't be insubordinate. I wasn't late for practice. I didn't get suspended. I didn't get punished. I made sure I worked on my game. So when he left and Larry Bird came in, I was ready to ball. I bring that up because there were so many people that disliked the Fab Five. So, like, we look back at it now. It's kind of like when I look back at Muhammad Ali's career. Like I remember the years in my life where Muhammad Ali was one of the most disliked people in America. Mm-hmm. So was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. There's a, what, like when you talk about goats, the reason why people don't say Kareem is because he was disliked. It wasn't because he ain't a goat. Right. And so that's what happened with the Fab Five. And I just appreciate now in 2021 that we get appreciated for the things that we brought to the game. But I hate the fact that Ray and Jimmy didn't get the true opportunity to play in the league and have long careers because they definitely had the game and they definitely deserve the opportunity.
1: Speaking of people who are disliked, I want you to pick one. Who do you like more? Now, be honest. If you're honest here, <laughs> I, if you're actually honest, I make Jacoby a minus 180 favorite over Simmons.
0: Simmons or Jacoby? Who's your favorite? The bo- both of those, my brothers, oh, you know, I get, I, you, uh, I'm a parent. That's just like, you said, Hey, which one of your kids do you like better? Right? <laughs> like both of those. And, and by the way, I have to say this. Yeah. I love both of those guys so much. And they both done so much for me. Like, I'm pretty sure when they talk, when I'm not around, they'll talk about the things that they learned from me and how I've helped them. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you how Bill Simmons helped me. Not only did my brother believe in the fact that I could be the first, I'm the first former athlete with a podcast. The first one. Now uh, now you can't find an athlete without a podcast. (laughs) That's true. All right. Okay. I was doing it on Periscope. I was going to, I was going to LA. I was going to LA live, like doing Periscope videos. And he believed in the fact that I can do the Rose report. And create a level of excitement and intrigue and interest. And then here's the other thing that I appreciate him for doing. Mm -hmm. Allow me to have my background. And this is what I'm saying about Kwame and the name calling and the word bust, the imagery. So name calling and labels and imagery are important because the majority, a a, a vast majority of your audience isn't always hearing what you're saying. Mm -hmm. They're looking at you. They're at the airport, they're at a restaurant, they're at a bar. They're going in and out of the room there. And so it was important for me to have things that represented my culture, that represented my personality. So I have, you know, the Ali Summit. I have Tommy Smith and John Carlos. I have a picture of Harriet Tubman. I have the the Jackson 5 representing Detroit. and, and, And that imagery was important to me in the game because at that time, and you guys know this, for national media, it was like people that had helmets, Mm-hmm. or bobbleheads or Sports Illustrated models, you know, as their background. And, and David Jacoby, my brother, who I just got finished doing the show with, check us out every day at 2 o'clock. Yep. How, about he, how about I was pitching them the idea about doing the podcast, and, and they said, which player in the league or former teammate or whoever you want to do it with, I did research on Jacoby and said, I actually want to do it with you. It's a great show, and, and it's a good choice. R- yep, I, I appreciate that. And so, like, both of those guys are my brothers. I love them very much. And you never know, we might end up working with or for the Pop pop You see the kind of check that he got? I, I, yeah, like, it's on. crazy. Yeah, like, I, I, I have cousin Sal. We really have a rich friend. I know it's not <laughs> It's really <laughs> stupid. We have a rich friend, <laughs> and so I, I'm really excited for like the Pop Father how he changed the podcast game and how his vision and how his leadership now really put the podcast game into a different stratosphere. So I appreciate you acknowledging him. He did great
1: for us. He did great for both of us. I will say this. He wrote a a 30,000 page book uh, about the NBA and barely mentioned you. So I don't know if that weighs (laughs) into your uh, decision. I I would say Jacoby if I were
2: you. Jacoby will mention me more in his book
0: than Bill, that's for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I kick, when I kick uh, the sports guy out of our fantasy football league again, I may replay. I kicked him out yes! uh, last summer. Yes! And uh, <laughs> yes! I, I, maybe I'll have uh, Jalen come and kick him out this time. Right? Well, oh, I know why
0: you kicked him out, him. I know how he works. He got off to a slow start, and then all of a sudden, you look down at his team, and he got people on bye weeks in the start lineup. I know how you get down. I know how you get down. I didn't want to. I didn't want to win anyway. I didn't like this league. Yeah, I don't uh, like fantasy football. Kick me out. He he wanted to quit, <laughs>
1: Jalen. Before you go, I know you have an incredible uh, uh, tuition-free charter high school in Detroit, the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. Tell everyone how they could support.
0: Open enrollment, tuition-free, public charter high school. Thank you for mentioning it. Founded in 2011. Um, We service 400 current high school students, another 600 that are in secondary education. That's college or university, community college, trade school, or military. Um, And we call it a 9-16 through model. The work that we do is called Bridging the Education Gap. Mm -hmm. And you can support by going to JRLADetroit.com j-r-l-a detroit.com um everything that we do is written or raised and we're a nonprofit.
1: beautiful it sounds great by the way just came over the wire simmons bought detroit he bought the whole city of detroit so maybe you guys can <laughs> work hand in hand maybe terrific. he'll give
0: me a loft somewhere <laughs> exactly
1: uh you can check him out on espn jalen and jacoby tv show podcast jalen thanks so much for coming on pal
0: I appreciate the love. Have me back on during fantasy football. All right, buddy. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. Take care. Take care. <laughs> take care. Bye now. Bye, y'all. Talk to y'all. Left All now. right.
2: See you, bud so y'all so he's right too man talk about a guy who would uh be great in this era picking and popping six eight lefty yeah. uh, Jalen rose he would uh, he'd have an even better nba career well as you right mentioned now. it
1: and that was a good good question there but i was like wow could that team have made the playoffs and uh an eight seed nuggets team that year 93 94 was uh abdul Rauf, alfonso ellis Kenby Matumbo, Rodney Rogers. It was a good team. I was. I'm trying. I'm looking for an is eight seed.
2: Is that the Seattle upset?
1: That's Hikembe in the West. Oh, you know what? In the finger. That is. Yeah, Denver three two. That's exactly right. That's the one. So that was the eight seed. Yeah, we well, just in the put him
2: put them in the East. The East well, stunk the, back then too. Well, actually, east, like, east yeah, aside
1: pretty, From uh, East 8 seed was Glenn Rice, I, John Sally, Ronnie Cicely, Syracuse uh steve smith okay i don't know it would have been tough like it was a two that, that or three right.
2: league uh d- yeah, yeah. yeah the knickerbockers and the heat were good then along with the bulls so yeah um yeah that was yeah a, what a, a great foul. for the record He's fun. yeah and for what it's worth Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Rose appeared on the Dave Damaschek radio program, and I, I remember leaving the air after talking to Jalen Rose and saying, this guy is spectacular, and emailing one Bill Simmons and saying, this oh, really? Jalen Rose is something. He's a star. He's oh, so star you want credit for this? I don't remember that. I, don't, I don't have <laughs> no recollection. Yeah, but it no, was but like three that, years and ago. He, he is that great. Was, you knew was it immediately yeah <laughs> yes, that's right, that's right. no he i mean he's he's just one of those guys that as soon as you hear him because he's so uh, to, to what he said not just physical background uh but he's authentically himself yeah. he's not trying to put on a voice you can just hear that um, right. intrinsically in his approach he's not doing anything other than being uh th- than being himself that's a, a great tip to all the kids out there trying there's to do, a lot right?
1: of fun Jalen Rose, yeah, no bust, no podcast bust, that's
2: for sure. Um,
1: all right, so Isles pens, you don't have to watch. Isles is going to win five nothing, according to Eddie Spaghetti. Hey, extra points, let's get extra points from Joel and Jim. One extra good point, oh. one extra bad point. Who made the best and worst of the day? Joel, we'll start with you. You're usually
0: positive. All right, so I'm going to give my good extra point to you, you, oh. because you were right. The play in matchup, it, uh, the seven versus eight. It's uh it's like a game seven and it took a toll on the players. Um, and you could see that in, in, in game one and then the Warriors against Memphis, but it's like a, a game seven mm-hmm.
2: of, of of that, like really isn't a game seven. I
0: don't know how you
1: fix it because like the Warriors would have been better off getting the nine seed. I really think this, and then beating up on the Spurs and then playing a Memphis team who was in a grueling battle with the Lakers. I really believe that, but it's too much overthinking. It's really like you just, I guess like the Clippers, you just want to avoid the Lakers in the seven through 10 um, either way. All right, Jim, what's the, what's the bad point? I'm going to go with nobody highlighting my Trey young tweet where I was <laughs> uh, trolling him after
2: last night's game. Ah, oh. <laughs> that's really what we're doing here. <laughs> we're promoting your tweets. Well, you guys didn't have any bad points.
1: Oh, thank you. I see. All right, so you're showing us a a sink with a lot of hair caught in the drain there, and uh, you're like, "What was it with Trey Young? Yeah, that hair is uh, it's it's tough to get used to early on. I gotta we're gonna get that. I almost hope they sweep them, so we don't have to watch seven games. Well, that'll be fun. All right, Dave, (laughs) minus three. What you got going on?
2: Minus three. We have so much. Well, listen, it's. Uh, I don't need to um, hype what's going on. This is a, a grand time for the sports fan right now. We're going to talk about all of it. We're going to keep our focus, as we always do, on all things Northeast. And we'll continue to have to overcome the negativity of Eddie Spaghetti and Kevin Hench. And I'll be a ray of sunshine. Listen to go. it twice a week. And <laughs> we'll be back with you on Tuesday to, you know, presumably talk. About what happens in games five yes. in Pittsburgh, Islanders and Penguins. Good luck Let's to go you penguins. there. Don't it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know what time you're
1: watching. Just remember, Islanders, I'll hate
2: you it. even worse than the Flyers. <laughs> I'll, I'll hate you even worse than the Flyers.
1: Don't do that. I think son. that's extra motivation. You Got against all odds tomorrow. Oh, we're doing the race to 10 Tuesday. I asked Harry to pick a game. He hasn't picked one yet. So that, that'll be fun. And I think maybe he should just not tell us who we have until the 10 points are scored. And then um, we'll divvy up the money afterwards. That'll be an exciting way to do it anyway. But anyway, we'll be taking an NBA game. We're betting one of the teams to score 10 before the others. We go live on Twitter. It's very exciting. Lemon Pepper Parlay later in the week. The Betting Academy with Perk and Gina Paradiso. We have Laugh Lines. Dave, as you said, minus three. Lots and lots going on. Free picks at extra Nobody
2: yeah, nobody text me anything about the Penguins game for at least huh. 24 hours. That's a rule we must establish. I appreciate, Sal, you abiding by it. You too, Eddie Spaghetti. We may have to have a bet, whereas
1: I give your te- your cell phone number out. as I don't know. We, we got to think about this. Joel, put your head, head okay. your thinking cap on. Let's figure it out oh, anyway.
0: I thought maybe uh, Dave could do a win play show animals he saw at the aquarium if we have time (laughs) Uh, you
1: know
0: since he didn't watch the game i don't know maybe i
1: think that's just better left as a joke that's funny (laughs) and just a reminder to everyone out there you may feel like underdogs but please remember you're all my favorites